Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A species of tropical vine attracts its bat pollinators using acoustic signals reflected by specialized dish-shaped leaves, according to a report in Science. I'm Emma Stoy reporting from The Naked Scientist and this week I spoke to Dr Mark Holdred from the University of Bristol about this unique discovery. So the field we're working in is sensory ecology and in particular echolocation, perception by echolocation. And the animal group we're working with is the nectar-feeding bats. And these bats are the hummingbirds of the night. So they pollinate flowers that have evolved to be pollinated by them and they send signals to attract their bat pollinators. And what is amazing about this field is that bats with their echolocation system put evolutionary pressures on these flower signals that should turn these flowers into good acoustic reflectors that give good acoustic signals. And it's these acoustic signals that we are studying. So what did you come to find during the course of your study? This study started in 2005 when we found a photo of this intriguing plant, Margravia evenia in Cuba, and its peculiar dish-shaped leaf. And when we did this, this reminded us of hollow hemispheres, which are training objects that we have used in the laboratory with nectar-feeding bats because they're such good objects to train and attract bats. So we thought this leaf should be a bat attractor. So the first thing we needed to do is check that this plant is indeed bat-pollinated, and it is. And in this study, we then investigated the acoustic features of this dish-shaped leaf and also found that the bats indeed can find these flowers about twice as fast when such leaves are present. How exactly did you do that? For example, how did you measure the acoustic properties of these leaves? So these leaves can be collected in the field and we took acoustic echo measurement equipment into the field to take some measurements. We also produced plastic casts of these leaves and brought them into the laboratory in Europe and took measurements of these casts as well turned out that they are about identical because the properties, acoustically speaking, are the same irrespective of whether it's natural tissue or plastic. And then we insonified them from many different directions and measured what the echo would look like if a bat would be calling at this leaf from that particular direction. So how can you tell that the bats actually respond to the echoes produced by this particular shape of leaf? After having confirmed the acoustic properties, mm-hmm. crucial test obviously is whether bats can use this acoustic signal to better find these flowers based on this acoustic echo. So what we did is we produced a naturalistic environment. So we had a clutter screen with many different reflectors, which are designed to mimic what a normal tropical rainforest with its dense foliage cover would look like to an echolocating bat. And in this foliage screen, we were hiding a single nectar reward. And the task of the bat was to find this nectar reward in this clutter screen. We timed the duration it took the bat to find it. And then we equipped this nectar reward with either a normal foliage leaf, so that's an unmodified leaf, and measured that time. And that didn't help really. So they didn't find the nectar reward quicker than we gave them as an additional cue a normal leaf. 
So what about the dish-shaped leaves? Did that make a difference? Yeah, as soon as we put the dish-shaped leaf on, that's got much better, and we repeated that many times, so we have to have a good randomised um, experimental design. And what we found is that this dish-shaped leaves half the search time that the bats need to find these flowers. And obviously that's a big gain, and it's a true win-win situation for both bat and plant, because the plant will get twice as many visits given the same bat density, and for the bat, it finds the plant twice as fast. So both sides profit immensely by this improved signalling provided by this leaf. Is there anything unique about this particular adaptation in this species? So about a 1,000 species of plants are pollinated by bats, and we have looked carefully at only two of them, and we looked at those because they had such peculiar structures. And one of them has been published um, about 10 years ago about um, a signal that indicates access to nectar in a bigger flower. So that's a very localized nectar indicator. Our finding is the first finding of its kind, and it's special because it is the acoustic or the echoacoustic equivalent to the bright floral colors that we are so familiar with. Its function is to attract and draw in a pollinator, but it doesn't do it with color. It does it with a specific acoustic signature, which is the correct signal for an echolocator. So in a sense, we have found an acoustic beacon, and that's the first time that has been found in science. And I think we are just starting to understand this whole field of floral acoustic signaling. And whenever we look, we find some amazing adaptations there. Do you think that there are any more plants out there that have adapted to bat pollination in this way that are yet to be discovered? I'm pretty sure the more plants we will look at, the more adaptations we will find. But I have to say that the one that we are presenting in this paper is the most extreme and most obvious one that we have seen so far, but that shouldn't stop us looking for others. I'm absolutely convinced that we find other amazing stories in that field in the future. That was Dr Mark Holdred from the University of Bristol and you can find that research published this week in the journal Science. For more science news and interviews, join us online at thenakedscientist.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.